0: The following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North. KSTP AM 1500.
1: The following is a presentation of financial crisis recovery.
0: Foreclosure, short sales,
2: bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength, Todd Rooker.
3: Morning, everybody. Welcome to Cover Your Assets. Sorry, a little delay here. Mike was making his way out of my studio. My studio. Just remember that, everybody. (laughs) So, uh, we've been doing some pretty decent shows here uh, lately. Uh, One of them was How to Set Goals and uh, New Year's Resolutions, and uh, the next one was uh, How to Keep Them. Uh, and the one after that was about, uh, creating success. And so today's show is, uh, hopefully there's some, uh, congruency here and, uh, we'll add on to that. And so the question to everybody listening, uh, for those of you who are ambitious, you know, let's, we'll eliminate the slugs. <laughs> For those of you who are ambitious and want to make tomorrow better than today, uh, my question for you is how will you create more income in the coming year than you did the previous year? So whatever it is you did in 2020, and hey, for all I know, you may have had a bang-up year in 2020, and so that might be a tall order to try to uh, uh, eclipse that year. On the other hand, it could be just the opposite for some of you, or for others, it's just another year and nothing is all that dramatically different than the year before. So the question is, how will you create more income in the coming year? Now, this obviously is going to relate to the goals that you set, and and I really, really do recommend that you listen to some of the past shows, uh, specifically maybe the last one leading up to the end of the year. Uh, and then the starting with the first one, I think it was January 2nd, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, because these are really, I, I think they're good how-tos. Um, and I think uh, today's gonna fall right into that same category as an extension onto it. So how will you create more income in the coming year? So let's assume that you have goals to do that. You have designs. And let's assume that those goals are not as i love to say wishes as opposed to real concrete i i want to and moreover i expect to change things uh, in the coming year so what are some of the things that, that you might be able to do to accomplish that and and just know that this is something, ongoingly, that I am doing with clients all the time. Got a lot of business owners. Just had a business owner uh late yesterday who I took on as a client. Some of you may know I meet with a lot of people do consultations, and actually, a lot of those, a very high percentage, about 70%, want to go forward beyond that first consultation, but I don't take them all on, and it's not because uh, I'm arrogant or a jerk, but I really want to be able to make an impact in people's lives. If if I think that I can do that, if I think I can create a story with that person, in so much as after a year, two years, three years, whatever it happens to be, they have had enormous success and progress over that period of time, and that becomes a story about how I help them do that, and that obviously enhances my business, and it's, uh, it, while it's not only a marketing thing, which surely it is, um, it's also a gratification thing for me. I, you know, in my life, we all gotta make money. We all gotta pay our bills. We all we're trying to create some form of success in our lives. But we also want to feel somewhat fulfilled. And I know I, I poo-poo and make jokes about being fulfilled. But, you know, at the end of the day, you do want to do that. And certainly that falls right in that category for me in that I want to work with people that I really think I can have a, a dramatic impact with. The guy that I met with last, uh, this at the end of the day yesterday, has just recently ventured out from uh, a, a job that he did. Um, and has started his own business in the, in the same category. And as of 2020 had a great first year, really had a great first year. And that first year was already in the six figures. So that's outstanding. And you know, he called me up and he said, Hey, I I made money. I, I, I really did pretty well possibly beyond his expectations. In fact, his his gross revenue, I think, was more than double or approximately double what he had earned as an employee. And so that's a little piece of information for those of you out there who are thinking about doing the same thing. And he says, I've got some money, <clears throat> but I don't know what to do with it. And, you know, we talked about the things that we've discussed here on the show many times, which is that of the money that you don't spend on your lifestyle, remember, you want to succeed, we're going to say it again, you got to spend less than you earn. And that money has not yet (laughs) been spent. You leave it in the account too long and people start dreaming about what they can do and pretty soon the extra money is gone and now we don't have anything to talk about. So opportune time. And and we talked about the options of, of uh, investing the money uh, in the stock market, you know, bonds, fun, uh, mutual funds, index funds, uh, the like. We talked about what the expectations were for that and what that could accomplish. We talked about uh, investing in real estate. We talked about investing in his own business. And we talked about investing in other people's businesses. And those are really the options that one has available. And you have to look at those from a lens of what is your risk tolerance? What are your sensibilities? And then very specifically, what's the reasonable rate of return that you could expect to receive for the investment within those places, you know, and so as an example, if you own your own business or already have a, a side business, a side hustle, as <laughs> one of my clients likes to call it, if you had another $100,000 to throw at that business, what would you do with it in the business? What would you actually do with it? I mean, what would the return on investment be? Would you be able to realize $100,000 plus what? for that investment. What would that be what would that return be? A lot of people say they want to expand their businesses, but the reality is they don't even know where or how. So you got to think about that. In any event, if you want to if you want to make more money in the in the coming year, that's that's one thing. Now for a lot of people, spending less, that's how they're going to have more. And the reason for that, it's a sad portrayal on things for those of you who are not warriors you believe that that's so much more accomplishable than making more money because you're just stuck. You're just stuck. And so it's so much more reasonable that you could simply save money here and there, and then your life becomes all about trying to save money and live on less. And I got to tell you, I think that's a really... Oh, that's 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 not a life that 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 I would revel in. Uh, but for many of you, you were brought up that way. That's that's all you know is get a good deal, and I'm going to say there's nothing wrong with that. And I would just add to it that I'm looking for value, uh, and certainly looking to save money. Uh, and so let's talk about how we might be able to do that. So the, if the first thing is, in fact, in fact, let's go through the things that I think, how will you uh, create more in the coming year? So number one, you're going to spend less. And you can do that, and you should do that. We're going to talk about how to do it, how to go about doing it, if that you're so inclined. Two, earn more in your current job or position. So if you have a job, if you have a profession, um, you're, you're going to earn more, and you're going to have designs on... Uh, escalating that income, that position, climb the corporate ladder, as they say, how, how will you do that? And that's number two. Number three is, um, if you own a business, how will you earn more in the current business? So that kind of relates to the question of if you had more money in your current business, I don't mean that you work for somebody, that's not your business. How would you make more money in that business? And, and and importantly, if you have to invest money into it, how are you gonna take that money and create X return on investment with that money? Where would it go? Where would it have the greatest leverage to have the greatest impact financially? And I do mean financially. How would you do that? So that's number three. Number four. Take out a part-time job in addition to your full-time job, in addition to your full-time job. Now, I know some of you say, oh, I'd never do that. I mean, I'm already working oh, 40, 50 hours a week. Listen, um, that's not a lot. <laughs> that's not a lot. For the people who are engaged in their business, that would be a holiday to work that few hours. So yeah, hey, when it's 5 o'clock, I'm out of here, Okay. Then what? Well, I'm going fishing. Okay. You're pursuing pleasure, uh, but you're never going to create stability in that. So uh, what will you do in addition to what's, what's the, what's a part time job that you could do that would create consistent additional income above your current income that you're earning now in your full time job? That's number four. Number five, start a small business. And that, of course, is possibly in addition to your full-time job. Now, for some of you, you want to leave your job and you want to start your own business. And I understand that too. I just, you know, was talking about it, but uh, let's assume that you're looking to earn more and, uh, you're, you're looking to, to, to begin your side business, uh, in addition to your full-time job. So those would be the five things that, that, that you could do that could create additional income and success for some money to work with to create more. And remember, whatever money that we have above and beyond what we need to live in that would be earmarked for investment, that money, the goal of that money is not simply to have it. But to have it become a life of its own in so much as it starts making its own money, not respective of your efforts in your job or profession. So the money, the, the investment has to take on a life of its own. Now I know this is self-explanatory, but maybe it isn't for everyone. So it isn't enough to save the money. You know, I have 10,000 saved. I have 20,000 saved. Yeah, really? What are you doing with it? Oh, what do you mean? I just have it in my bank account. (laughs) <laughs> okay, how's that money ever going to take out a life of its own in so much as the investment is going to uh, create more income than you create in your, in your full-time job and or profession? How's that going to happen? So th- that is what your goal is. So spend less. So what does that mean? Well, first thing, let's be realistic, shall we? Let's not Go through and lie to yourself and say you're going to stop doing this, that and the other thing. When we all know that the only, the only time you're ever going to fully believe that is while you're sitting at a desk crossing things off. But then as soon as that is over, you go right back to doing what you did before. Because the reality is deep ingrained in your psyche. By God, I'll never give that up. <laughs> and a lot of people delude themselves at cognitive dissonance. Uh, You know, so let's be realistic and then go through your existing spending plan. Uh, That's a budget for those of you who don't listen to the show. (laughs) Now, that alone may stop you right there because you don't have one, because just looking at all this stuff is depressing and you can't bring yourself to do it. Well, imagine you're running a business and you're making big decisions about where you're going to spend the money, more inventory, more marketing, add, add a new, uh, employee, but you have no idea what the business looks like on paper from a financial perspective. You understand how ridiculous that is? I hope you do. Well, do people do that very thing every day in their, in their lives with their personal household budgets? Yes. Because they don't have a personal household budget. They just spend money until they run out of money, and then they're looking at their bank account to see how much they have before they do the next thing or stick their card in the next card reader. That's depressing. Um, And if you're one of those, you got to make a change in that. But let's assume for a moment that you're not one of those. Let's assume that you actually do have a spending plan that includes everything you do throughout the course of the entire year. And I don't mean, you know, um, a category is, is, uh, entertainment. No, 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 no. I want to know actually what you do for entertainment. I want to know how much of that is eating out. And I want to know how much of that is, 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 uh, going to movies and how much of that is, is fishing. Um, and I want to know, how are you spending the money? Because when you say you're going to give things up, it's so easy to just simply change a number in a field that encompasses many, many, many activities that in all fairness, if you knew what they were, you wouldn't give them up because you're unwilling to do so. So it's always easy to just take and change a number from a 1000 a month to $500 a month and not recognize what it is you're actually giving up. And the reality is it's another one of those cognitive dissidence things. You don't want to know. You just want to change the number so you can feel better. Okay, listen, dumb, dumb. It doesn't work that way. You have to fully appreciate what you're going to do less of or what you're going to eliminate altogether. So I want you to have that comprehensive spending plan. And I want you to go through and I want you to look at those things. And of those, try to be aggressive. And that means that if you were doing this for someone else, imagine your family member, your brother, your sister, your, your grandkids, your kids, whatever. They were coming to you and they brought you their spending plan slash budget. And with them sitting alongside of you, you were going to go through and help them free up money on a monthly and annual basis so that they would have money left over to do something with, to work with. So when I say be aggressive, I mean, take that posture, take that 10,000 foot view looking down and say, what would I be willing to change in terms of the services that I utilize throughout the course of the year and, and, or eliminate altogether or diminish or limit how much I do as compared with what I have done in the past, you know? eat out less, whatever, you know, go to Starbucks coffee less or whatever, and then control that, all right? Um, How can I change the way I receive and enjoy the products and services that I cannot or will not do without? You know, I'm I'm not gonna do this, I don't care, I'm not gonna do it. Well, okay, fair enough. So are there ways that you could do that, that you could take advantage of those things, and still uh save money, but enjoy the product or service the benefit of. Are there ways to do that? And be creative, because there are. You know, my I just brought up the Starbucks thing, and you'll forgive me. It's at the tip of my, my mind, because my youngest son works at Starbucks. And, you know, I know how much money people spend there. I mean, he tells me about people who, in the course of every single day, and I mean every day, because he tells me that. People are going back two and three times a day and sometimes more to Starbucks to get another cup of coffee. Well, you know how expensive that is. So, if you really love that coffee and it's really your thing, maybe you could simply go there once a day, limit yourself to once a day, and then buy a package of their coffee, the brand, the specific kind that you like, brew it at home. And so rather than going back three times, you might treat yourself once a day or once a week or whatever the lesser number is and then have that high-end coffee or whatever the product or service is. Obviously, this is metaphor for everything. How would you do that and still enjoy the benefit of but decrease the cost? Now, when you do this, let me say that I want you to calculate the difference In real dollars, meaning the savings, as compared with what you're doing now and what you will do in the future, how much less it will be, to see if you made this change, what you would capture in dollars on a monthly and annual basis. Because, obviously, you do it weekly or daily. I mean, sometimes it doesn't seem like much, but then when you calculate it by a month, by a year, wow, it's a lot of money, and it will be. But you have to show yourself because if not, you're going to be probably unwilling to make these changes or certainly you're going to be less less willing to make these changes. So you have to show yourself. Something I've said many, many times, when you make sacrifices, too often people will say, well, I don't need to see that, I know. No, no, you need to show yourself the benefit, the methodical increase in monies that you have remaining for the sacrifice you're making. Otherwise, as I say all the time, you won't stay in the car long enough to see the benefits actually materialize. So you've gotta do that, you have to. So you look at what that difference is and you go through and, and show what you can do by making these changes over the course of the year. We're gonna take a break. And we come back, we're gonna talk about how we can do some other things to decrease costs, and then we're gonna roll into the other two, three, four, and five. We can, you can, create income and success in the coming year. Obviously, you wanna know what you're gonna do with that money, but if you have no money in the first place, cause you're spending everything you earn on things to just gratify yourself because you know what, I'm miserable and I just gotta do these things. The reason that you do that is because you don't believe that you can create anything in the form of net worth, or at least many people do. Maybe that's not you, God forbid. you not me. I'm not like that. Eh, Okay, whatever. Anyway, if you want to create something, if you want to have your money take on a life of its own and create financial success and net worth, I'm telling you, these are the steps that you need to take to do it. So we're going to talk very specifically about that. We'll take our break. We'll be right back.
1: In this regard, we win.
3: However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. It can also Find Arlis Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net, or by simply calling 763-786-0639. If you're a business owner, I have an ingenious opportunity for you. It puts business owners like you in contact with other businesses to barter goods and services without cash. With over 20,000 businesses involved, chances are we have the products and services you want. Barter dollars are the same value as real dollars, so when someone buys from you, those barter dollars can be used to purchase goods and services. You can watch our video by going to TheBarterGuy.com or call me at 952-856-8866. Again, that number, 952-856-8866. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back to Cover Your Assets. You know, I listen to these commercials uh, from my show, and I I know how great these companies and businesses are that I have on there. And I just think, you know, like this that last one, I think it was the last one, the barter guy, this is the coolest business ever. (laughs) It's really a cool deal. If any of these, if you have interest in any of the services that you hear marketed on here, I'm telling you, You can take great confidence that uh, the folks who are advertising on my show are great. I mean, they don't just come to me and say, yeah, I want to, how much, you know, I want to, I want to advertise. No, 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 no. These people are all folks that I do business with myself that I've known and that I think are just exceptional. And, uh, Hey. Take advantage of it. Anyway. All right. So, so back to it. Um, I'm going to go through and see what services I can eliminate. Now, this gets me back to the whole thing about being realistic. Don't just be crossing things off because it looks good mathematically. You've got to be realistic and say, am I really willing to, to eliminate these things? Well, you know, I, I recently just was analyzing for my New Year's resolution all of the services that I have, you know, Netflix, HBO Max, uh, all of these, you know, the Adobe service and on and on and on. I had like 14 services that I was paying for. And over the course of the year, I can tell you which ones I used and it wasn't 14. <laughs> and if I really need them at some point, I can always, you know, re-engage. So I eliminated a ton of them. And I mean, I just I just spent an hour calling everybody up and or and sending emails and canceling boom 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 now you can do that too and that wasn't hard. It wasn't like it affected my lifestyle or my family in such a way that my wife would come back and say, why did you do that? No, it's just, it was really simple and straightforward, which, by the way, is a little nugget for you. Make sure that uh, your family uh, is willing to undergo what you're so willing to do. You cross it off the list, that may be devastating to them, and you maybe want to get a little uh, dialogue going to make sure that it's acceptable. But in any event, You eliminate those services. Now, whatever it is that you decrease in cost or eliminate in cost, you're capturing those dollars times a month, times a year, and you're looking at the savings because you have to recognize that you have to manage your affairs in such a way that you actually will capture every one of those dollars, every single one of them. Because whatever those numbers are, you're going to continue to pay for all those things, but you're going to automatically, I mean in an automated fashion, like a bill pay, you're going to direct those funds somewhere else where it's a little bit more challenging to get your grubby hands on them. Because I want you to begin to become jazzed by watching that grow. So if that number is $30, $50, $50. imagine that all those services that you just eliminated, you add up each one of them. Then you take that amount and you through an automated process, either through a transfer or through a bill pay, you will pay that directly to a separate account somewhere and you will watch those funds in an automated fashion amass. Now, you've heard me say many times, if people didn't have money coming out of their paycheck to go to their so-called retirement account, 401k, I don't have great affinity for the notion of retirement. retirement, but whatever. Anyway, if that didn't happen, automatically, how much money do you think people would have in their retirement accounts. I I just, it always drives me nuts to hear people say you're disciplined. You're not disciplined. You're, You're protecting yourself from yourself by creating automation so it happens because if it didn't happen that way, it wouldn't happen at all. This is the exact same thing I'm talking about. You have to set it up in that way so that those funds are being directed elsewhere. Now, there's something worth note here, which is that if you do plan to start your own side hustle, a business, a consulting business, whatever it happens to be, uh, then you probably need to have some amount of, of funds to start that business. So what's the number one reason for business failure? Underfunded businesses. People want to start them on a shoestring. Why? Because they're broke. Because they don't have any money. Well, you know, you might have to go an entire year or more to save up enough money to have the funds fund the new LLC or S corporation. I mean, that alone is going to cost you a couple hundred bucks to create that. Uh, That's assuming you're not coming to somebody like me or an attorney to do it for you, which Isn't a terrible idea, but whatever the cost is, you've got that. You know, if you're operating, if your computer is your is your phone, look, you're probably going to need an actual computer, like a desktop or a laptop. You're going to need that. You 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 might need a higher speed internet because now you need you know you need to be able to uh, to to use that computer at home for work. And there's just a whole number of things. Maybe you want to start a podcast. You're going to have to get a couple little cameras. And you're going to have to get some lighting and you're going to have to and and on and on and on. Well, look, this dumb notion that you're going to build this organically is a terrible idea because you wreck your reputation before you even start because you don't have the right material, the right tools to work with. Talk to a contractor. If they don't have their tools, they're they're lost. Those tools are everything well it's like that in your small business too, so you might save money over the course of the year, watch those funds amass because you need to put together three thousand five thousand ten thousand dollars to initially fund that dream. Of a, of a business that you want to start in addition to your full-time job. So this may be the impetus, this may be the beginning, the start of how you're going to do that. And that's great. And that's great because one goal begets another, doesn't it? So there's no question that that's what you should do. Now, <clears throat> the... The uh, second one is earn more in your current job. So now we're getting into tangibly making more money as opposed to spending less. So in your current job or profession, the first thing that you wanna consider is what is the upward mobility within your current company for increased income and not just a title. I'm interested in income. You know, I know a lot of people do financial coaching and they're more the, and and look, there's great need for this. So please don't think I'm being too, uh, uh, I, I, look, it's got value, but I'm not that guy. I'm not the guy who's, who's about your psyche and and your, in your uh, relationships. And that isn't to say those things don't play a big part and can't, can be a big barrier in your success, but I'm looking at numbers. That's what I'm talking about here. So how are you going to make more money? We already talked about spending less. How are you going to make more money? So is there even any upward potential mobility within the current company that you're in? Because, you know, if every vice president or everybody at the top of the company has got the same last name, you might want to second guess that opportunity. You know, on the other hand, if you're in a big company, there may be many positions in many different departments and you need to be on top of that and aware of that and continue. Continually interviewing for better positions within the existing company that you're in. Or you better start doing a better job, not just because you're that way, but because you have designs on, on advancement. And when you do that, you have to make people aware of it. I know everybody wants to say, I, you know, I'm not trying to prove anything. I I don't, you know, people will see. Listen, you really have to let people know that you're doing these things or you'll be treading water, doing a great job. Maybe with a bunch of people who aren't happy about the fact that you're making all of them look bad because you're outworking everybody and they're working very hard to ensure that you don't advance. So there is that. So the question is, how will you improve your performance at your current company to be able to advance your career and earn more money? And is it realistic that you can do that in the next year? And if it is, by all means, go for it. And you need to set goals. I don't mean just Do it the best you can or better try to do better. I don't mean that. That's nothing. That's not tangible. Everybody's always trying to make more money, and they don't. So that's not enough. What I'm talking about is concrete things that you're going to do. And as you look at those things, write down three to five things that you could do that would have an impact. And then prioritize them and say which ones are going to have the greatest impact and maybe the greatest visibility. And that might be the way you advance your career and continually striking to find another position within the current organization that allows you to advance. Now, if that's not doable, or even if it is, in addition to that, you're always interviewing outside. Nothing wrong with your company knowing that you're constantly interviewing outside, and if they like you, and most companies value good employees because they're not, they're hard to come by, and if you're one of them, they're fearful that they have X number of months and years in training in you, and they're going to lose you, and if they know that you're continually out there and they know you're good, they know somebody's going to pay you more, and so they are going to be more inclined to pay you more money, and you need to continually do that. Know that statistically people who who change uh jobs who who, who go from one company to the next i don 't mean jumpers now of course companies hate jumpers right because they don't want you to do this, but for the people who work a job for two three five years advance and then go to another company and get compensated even better and sometimes go back to the company before who's now willing to pay them even more over the course of a working career, you will make decidedly more money than the person who stays in the same company. So just know that. So this is another way that you can make more money in your current business. Let's take another break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about how you can tangibly make more money outside of your company. We will be right back. If you're a business owner, I have an ingenious opportunity for you. It puts business owners like you in contact with other businesses to barter goods and services without cash. With over 20,000 businesses involved, chances are we have the products and services you want. Barter dollars are the same value as real dollars, so when someone buys from you, those barter dollars can be used to purchase goods and services. You can watch our video by going to TheBarterGuy.com or call me at 952-856-8866. Again, that number, 952 856 For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at office.com. Again, that number, 612-271-4047. Hi,
5: I'm Kimberly Naibo with the Kimberly Nybo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40%, while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnaibo.com.
0: Russell Williams Home Services is your go-to company for all your window cleaning, pressure washing, and gutter cleaning needs. Serving the greater Minneapolis metro area since 2007, we have the tools, equipment, and knowledge to properly care for your home or business. We offer competitive, transparent pricing and free on-site or online consultations. Our large workforce allows us to complete even substantial projects, such as apartments, schools, and assisted living complexes in a timely manner, often in a single day. To see our window cleaning pricing structure and a complete list of services we provide. Please visit our website at cleanmywindowsnow.com or reach us by phone at 612-423-3059. Do you have enough to retire? Do you even know how much you need to retire? Great Waters Financial specializes in helping people nearing retirement get ready for their next big challenge. Great Waters Financial can help you understand how much you'll need for a comfortable retirement, how long your money will last, and what you need to do now to make sure you can retire the way you want to. You earned a great retirement. Let the team at Great Waters Financial help you make it happen. Four convenient offices in the Twin Cities. Greatwatersfinancial.com. Oh, I'm hearing the smooth jazz again, and that means it's time to call in. 651-646-8255, 651-646-8255, and the hosts will answer your call live on the air.
3: However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arlis Cleveland of Arless Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arless Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arless Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298.
2: to SMA, the number two, DAY.com.
3: You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Here we go. So let's pick it up and keep right on going here. So we talked about if you are an employee in a, in a profession or a job. And now we're going to talk about if you actually own your own business. If you already own your own business, then the question becomes, how would you make more money in your existing business rather than just plodding along, doing your best to try to make more money? I mean, tangibly, what are you going to do? And so the first thing that I do, and maybe I should even tell you as it relates to me, you know, I, I, everything I'm talking about here, I've done. Um last year as a individual consultant I've been trying to break seven figures for years and those of you who know me know my expense ratio is very low <laughs> so when I say this number it's it's uh significant but I broke you know seven figures in 2020 no small thing um for for uh you know the consulting business I'm in as it relates to I think I think the top 1% is 200 grand a year which is What's that? Anyway, uh, that's top one percent. So I know these things can be done, but you got to change your mindset. Something I talked about with the client on Friday, and you have to in. Enhance or increase, step up your expectations. You know, uh, some people, you know, they're in a job their whole lives, and then they retire, and then they're going to do consulting, and then the price they charge for their so-called consulting is little more than what they earned as an hourly wage when they were working because they don't understand it. They've never done anything other than being an employee, and they're just clueless. You know, I mean, my billable hours are 300 bucks an hour. And I'm going to tell you that stay with me on this radio show because it won't be long and I'll be approaching four and five hundred dollars an hour. And I'm going to tell you right now, what I do is worth that. So, so, you know, you anybody can make a lot of money, but in a business, you've got to know where is the leverage, meaning that if I have money to invest, 10 grand, 100 grand, a 1,000 bucks, I don't give a crap what it is, whatever it is, where would you put it into your business? In what segment of your business would you put it that it would have the greatest impact? And remember, you can't simply put the money into the business and the business and its equity or value uh, doesn't even grow as much as the money that you put into it. Now I'm aware, you know, don't think I don't get this. I'm an MBA. Hey, but it'll get that year after year after year. Yeah. Yeah. I get that, but I, I'm, I'm looking for more than that. In other words, if I put a hundred grand in there, I want to know that I'm going to get a eight, 10, 12, 15, 20, 30, 40% return on investment in addition to the money. So if I put a hundred grand in there, I want to know that I'm going to increase my, my volume and I'm going to be able to capture all of that money on the profit side. So remember something about that. Gross revenue in a business is not profit. You know, and so if I increase volume by a hundred thousand dollars, well, my margin on that might only be twenty percent. So I've invested a hundred thousand dollars of real money that I can't get back tomorrow, and I only made twenty thousand so dollars. You need to be able to know how to analyze that and say, does it make sense to put more money into my business, or might I be better served investing that money somewhere else? Because it's not always a simple answer. So you've got to know that, but. Also, bear in mind this, every business and its growth is limited, and listen carefully if you're a business owner, it is limited by its access to financing. Again, I'll say the notion that I'll grow my business organically is a slow boat to nowhere in most cases. You need to be able to inject a 100000 a million dollars into your business, and then you have to clearly know where I'm going to put it. What am I going to do? Am I going to, am I going to add new salespeople? Am I going to add a new marketing campaign? Am I going to spend money on SEO? Am I going to, what, what is it? What is it that I'm going to do that's going to increase the volume and thereby increase the margin to justify the investment that I'm going to make? And if I have a business that has those margins to justify that investment, then where am I going to get those dollars to do that? And even moreover, if I don't have those dollars, then the question still remains, how will I make more money in my existing business? And the way that you do that is through simple things like efficiency and spending the same amount of money on things that make the most money for time spent. You might your company might do two, three, five services, whatever they are. But if all you did was focus more on one service that has more value in terms of its leverage, you make more money doing that service than any other service, well you could have the same volume and increase your profit margin dramatically by doing that. And that's something that you should you should try to focus on. You know, how you how you gonna make more money um, with the same volume that you have and or, you know, for time spent. So, you know, always be looking for the leverage in your business. Always be trying to, trying to determine how can I make more money within the existing business? Next thing is, can you increase pricing? You know, too many people, you shoot themselves in the foot because they don't charge more. You know, one of the things I ask my clients oftentimes is I say, if you increased your pricing by 10%, how many clients would you lose? And they look at me bewildered like it was some out-of-the-clouds question. And why? Because they think like consumers. They say they are business people, but they're really not. They think like consumers. The marketplace would support that increased price, but they don't do it because they're always thinking they want to be the lowest guy in town, even though they work hard to offer a better service than everybody else. If I'm going to offer a better service, I'm going to want a better price, and I want top end of what the market will bear. So, if I increase pricing and everything else remains the same by 10%, my gosh, if I've got a million dollars in volume and my net profit margin is 20%, so $200,000 off of a million dollars, I increase pricing by 10%. Whoa, that's another hundred grand. So, is that doable? So, that's your existing business. All right. The last two are you're going to take on a part time job, which means you're going to have tangible income. And you're going to automatically have that above and beyond what you're doing. And frankly, you're going to have less time to spend money, (laughs) which isn't a bad thing at all, because you're going to be engaged in your full-time occupation plus your part-time job. And you're not going to have time to twiddle your thumbs and think about where you can buy stuff that you frankly don't even need. It's a good thing. So, not only that, you have to manage your affairs in such a way, just like we talked about we're saving money, where every time you do this, you are actually capturing those dollars. This is critical. And in the same vein, you start a small business on the side. You start a small consulting business. You start babysitting, mowing lawns, I don't know, whatever you do, but When you do these things, you have to be very conscious of how will I ensure that the additional money that I make, every freaking dollar, that means after-tax dollars, is still there at the end of the year. And now I get to make decisions based on the education that I have involved myself in over the course of the year to know where I'm going to put that money. That's what I have to do. Let's take our last break, and we will be right back. For more information, call Brian and his staff at 612-271-4047 or email Brian directly at brian at office.com. Again, that number, 612-271-4047. Todd Rucker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures, on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience Regardless of how much money you spend this is Todd's customer for life philosophy take it from me there really is no other jewelry store you can't go wrong with golden treasures in st. Paul 651-227-2711 that's 651-227-2711
4: fix auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years hi I'm Matt Feehan second-generation owner our mission at fix auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the WOW experience.
0: You're listening to Cover Your Assets
3: with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. So, um... these are the things that you do, and I really do mean it, guys. Those of you who are in business and what have you, I really do mean. What would you do with the money? You want to grow? You want to build your business? Yeah, really. Like if, if if I'm an investor, you tell me you're going to give me a great return on on my money, and I say I'll give you a hundred grand or I'll give you a million bucks. What would you do with it? How, where would it have the most impact and leverage, and where would it make the most money? Do you even know that? So. Now that you've done this, here's your, your, your goals. Now, the thing you have to know about every one of these things is that there is detail in accomplishing every single one of these things. And I mean enormous detail. Where can it all go wrong? What is every single step? How will you and your staff tackle each one of these things? Boom, 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 boom leads you to how will that happen? So you need to build out these goals. And very important, you want to accomplish something that moves you closer to your goals every single day, every day. And you want to cross it off the list. Once you've done that, scan and put it into a folder to ensure you can show yourself the progress that you have made from living this way. And the last thing is, put a picture in front of you when you wake up every morning of that goal so you never forget. You don't even like looking at it. It just forces you to do more. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Let's make success in 2021. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye.
0: This has been a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North. KSTP AM 1500.
5: To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher and higher.